Hi, my name is Kat, and welcome back to Respublica's podcast. In today's fashion episode, we have an extremely talented and wise guest, Gufran Ahmed. He came to London exactly 20 years ago from today and has gracefully stumbled upon the fashion world. After having worked in various luxury companies, including LV, Christian Dior, and IWC, he's currently the boutique director of Chanel and has many insights and advice for us when it comes to his take on the fashion and luxury world. So Gufran, thank you so much for joining I honestly can't wait to discuss some of your thoughts and your insight when, that you've gained over the years. And to start off the podcast, I would love for you to tell us a bit about yourself and how you found your passion in the world of fashion and luxury goods. Hello, everyone. So I'm going to go directly into the question, I guess. Um, it's, it's a very vast topic. Um, I never intended to come into fashion. Uh, I was actually meant to be a banker. No, no, start off with I wanted to be a doctor, in, yeah. specifically a surgeon. Then uh, couldn't get that, so I wanted to be a banker and I started at, at that. So I'm from Karachi uh, in Pakistan and at 16, because my older brother used to give tuitions, I started to give tuitions and I loved that part because I got to learn a lot about people and personalities, uh, which to this date I use. Um, and uh, yeah, so I started working in American Express. I was 16, I was in treasury, very intensely pressured environment. Um, my principle and, and, and values were given, are given to me by my parents, which uh, my mom used to be a headmistress. My father was in a bank, so very strict. Um, and then, on 2nd of June 2002, I arrived in UK um, and, and that was, I guess, my fashion beginning because originally I wanted to go to a bank because I thought they will hire me like in a minute, but it didn't happen. <laughs> but um, but uh, I, I gave my CVs the old-fashioned way on Oxford Street, on Regent Street, on Bond Street, Sloan Street, Victoria, uh, and, and from there... I I got a call from Bali and it started there. It started my fashion career. And now where I am at, uh, it's it's all a step-by-step process, if that answers your question. No, that is a very, you know, compelling and very unique story. Thank you so much for sharing this. Um, especially the CV part. A lot of people do it through online nowadays, you yeah. know, and like having that traditional sense where you like hand it into every store, yeah. like some personalization. You know what, I will say something here. Online has made life easy for everyone. Mm -hmm. But I give you an example. Yesterday, I had a very important uh, topic to discuss with my boss. So this is, I'm talking the UK director, UK and Europe director. And we could have done on Teams, but the personal connection you cannot have through wireless. Um, I'll give you another example. There have been, I think, at least seven people that I have hired in my past that have come and given me the CV. Two of them on the spot because I had the 15 minutes, the presentation was impeccable, and we discussed. And by the time they left, they already had the job offer because they made the effort, they came in person, Mm -hmm. They presented themselves. Online is amazing, but that's a business card. Yeah. 
if you if you're looking to to be honest with you impress it has to be face to face and uh, i really do believe this sometimes it can be missed you know uh, because let's say your perception of good presentation would be different from mine so how will one learn is by going to three different people and finding the balance it's like the middle ground in a sense yes. yeah. and that makes sense wow these are very thank you for, so much for these insights mm-hmm. and continuing to your question too yeah. as the current boutique director Chanel as we mentioned before you know you insure, how do you exactly ensure these like traditional brand equity values such as those of Coco Chanel who's you know extremely well known and has you know how do you exactly upheld and protect these of the recent Chanel projects that have happened this past year it's quite easy uh, it saves a lot of it saves a lot of headache we look at protecting saving uh, and 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 literally everything on the brand equity and the mm-hmm. brand image subject if there is anything which doesn't go mm-hmm. that's a no so that makes it very easy for us um chanel has kept or chanel is chanel because of that makes the strict sense. rules that we adhere we don't just look at tomorrow what's going to happen the day after we look at in 2 years time where will we be in in 3 years time my decision today what how will it affect in a month 2 3 4 in a couple of years yeah what does it do does it does it sit perfectly with with and align with the principles of the company mm-hmm. if it does then yes it's a good decision okay if it doesn't there is no decision you know that does make sense i feel like a lot of people from the outside they might know Chanel as like the most trending or something like that but what i've learned a lot about Chanel is you know the heritage and the story of it and yeah. that's something a lot of people don't look really now know. if you a little bit jump into the product part um okay let me let me give you a, let me try to solution i'm just kidding okay there's <laughs> there uh, so if you look at you must have seen Chanel number no. 5 perfume definitely the, These are the details we work with. Mm-hmm. The 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 cap of the bottle mm-hmm. is the same cap at um in this it, its entirety as you would see in some of the caps in the makeup. The cap has the same shape as some of our watches. The cap has the same shape as our um there are boutique in um, France uh, the high jewelry boutique placement don so mm-hmm. if you look placement don from top it is the same shape yeah. quilts on a classic handbag you yeah. can see in our coco crush range same quilts you will see in makeup same quilts you will see everywhere else very subtly yeah it's very i was just going to say it's, it's very subtle yeah it's very subtle um I give you an example of you will go to a Chanel boutique and you will see a mirror mm-hmm. an antique looking mirror and one should think why the reason being there is a mirror in Coco Chanel's apartment in Rue Cambon mm-hmm. so what we are saying is you're coming to the apartment so from the architecture to the design mm-hmm. 
to the product, to, to the evolution of product, everything has the same DNA. Mm -hmm. Everything. Uh, and, and if you really look into it, one can really connect very nicely. And it speaks a lot about her personality as well, you know, the subtleness and how you as a brand want to still capture this about yeah. her personality. I say this a lot. Um, Coco Chanel was a great marketing genius. Mm -hmm. uh, she did things prior to her, quite a few people. She was the only woman in the time where the world of fashion, world of jewelry was in its entirety, well, was men really. Um, so she had to not only do something good, but the, she had to do it better than everybody else yeah. to stand out. And did she do it? Absolutely, she did. Yeah. Uh, she stood out, uh, and still, till today, she is. Yeah, and especially like women back then must yeah. have been you know, a challenge, but she still persevered through everything. Exactly. Yeah. So look, if if you see what she worked on was beauty. Yeah lifestyle, practicality. How can you work all of them together? And that was missed. So yes, you can have a ball gown, but you can't really cook while wearing a ball gown, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Um, versus if mm. you can style yourself in a way that you mm. look amazing, you can work. Because oh. she was a working woman. Okay. Um, I give you this very, so this is Coco Chanel time, and then you go to something like when we discussed last time, Ralph Simon and Dior. Oh, yeah. When he put pockets in ball gowns. Mm -hmm. Now, that's one of the. I don't even go on, on research, but I'm just going to go with my team. Uh, mm -hmm. The first thing that they say, you know, I wish I had a pocket. Because I understand, because I have pockets and they're always full, yeah. so I can only imagine how difficult it is to keep everything in your hand. And if you're, if you're wearing a clutch, clutch can't really fit more than a phone and a credit card. Yeah, that's so, true. It's not the same. So practicality goes away. Versus when he put, uh, when he put pockets, it was a hit collection, just because of pockets. And and this is, this this brings me back to okay, she did it such a long time ago. Exactly. Uh, just thinking of the practicality part. I mean, yeah. no, that's very interesting. I'm actually heading to a um, Tiffany & Co's exhibition soon. I could. So have you heard of Yeah, you're amazing. Yes, so I do want to see how, you know, the hundred something years, how it's been going on to this day. So yeah. I think that's very important for like, you know, clients or like, you know, people in the world to understand about brands. Exactly. Absolutely. Look, mm -hmm. one always asks, um, the brands or luxury brands are very expensive. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. And one asks, why? Yeah. You don't just buy a product. You buy the brand. Yeah. You, you buy the history. You know, next time if you're purchasing something from mm -hmm. a brand, yeah. listen to the story okay. behind it. Uh, now, like I was saying to you, let's say, talk about Camellia. You would see, you would know that there's a Camellia sticker on a Chanel handbag when you purchase, yeah. uh, sorry, not handbag, but a carrier bag, yeah. or we have Camellia range in fine jewelry. Mm -hmm. But why Camellia? Has anybody ever noticed? No, it's a specific yeah. Chanel flower. We get happy with it. But it's, it's a full story. Camellia used to be worn by Boy Capel, who was Chanel's oh. boyfriend. 
boy, now boy bag, right? Yeah. Comes from him. Uh, yeah, uh, I read that in a book actually. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Chanel book. Now yeah. she used to take that camellia and put it on herself uh-huh. because it had the perfume of boy capel and it would remind her of him. Sentimental. Exactly. And camellia doesn't have any um, fragrance. So the fragrance that he used would be on her. Now you see, changes things. Yeah, yeah it, so does, it, it does. The same thing goes in everywhere. So if you look at our chandeliers, mm-hmm. they, they are um, rock crystal because it's the similar chandelier in our apartment. These are the things which which is a lifestyle, you see? Yeah. Rather than a brand. You're buying the entire lifestyle. That's, I think that's very important because yeah. a lot of people I see, like, they're online, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but they see the most trending thing of Chanel or LV, but it's like, you know, the bag that just came out or, like, influencers who buy it. Yeah. Do you know exactly why it is the way it is? Like, yes. that's introspective questions. Absolutely. Um, hence, I, I when I purchase... It's, it, it is in the store. Yeah. I, I mean, I have Amazon. But yeah. um, anything that I have to purchase, like a suit, like a mm. shirt, I would want to touch it. I would want to see how it looks on me rather than seeing how it looked on somebody else. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I look as good as James Bond, how <laughs> it looks like... <laughs> I will buy everything and pretend to be him. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, 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 I see. I'm not going to look like James Bond and Daniel Craig. No, we but, get to. but so if I buy things that look good on other people, mm-hmm. where's my personality? There's uniqueness and individuality at the end of the day. And I think that actually answers a lot of your, you know, your next question actually about like, you know, mentioning that you've seen there's a lot of interest for fashion, but the direction exactly is missed. So just to add on what you've said, is there any other aspects that you want to add on to this point or? Um, Just one, I think the, the, the part that where fashion in its Okay, let me let me try to change what I'm saying. No worries. Fashion should complement you mm-hmm. rather than take over your individuality. Yeah. If it makes any sense. Oh, so I sense. have met clients who would want to purchase the whole look mm. on a catwalk. Yeah. On a catwalk, you see a model wearing it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But do you see yourself wearing it? Or maybe you should pick from that look yeah. and mix it up with yourself and don't be scared of doing it if it makes sense so yeah. nobody is going to come and say to you oh my god this is wrong you can this is illegal you cannot wear this top with this top. <laughs> why not it's fashion it's like about expression creativity yeah. in a sense you know? so fashion should complement the person uh, styling it, rather than Take over. Okay, I give you an example. Okay. Um, I, I'm not against it. Sometimes people can pull it off. Sometimes I personally I see people wearing a uh, branded a lot of logos on a jacket yeah. and a lot of logos on a trouser mm-hmm. from different brands. And you go, mm, mm, why don't you do one? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Or at least not let it take over you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, personally, it's good to be influenced 
to a certain point. But yeah. not that it starts to it starts to take over. If it makes any sense. No, no, it does make sense. I think it says a lot about social media as well. It's like how do you like how to explain it? It's like it's similar to acting as well, you know, like when you copy someone how do you also still have your personal touch without destroying your identity? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, you know, uh, as 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 I was saying, so I absolutely I look at men's well, mostly because I'm in a suit. Yeah. I look at suits or a styling guides, yeah. but I don't necessarily straight away buy it because it might not be for me. Exactly. But I get the idea. That's why I do too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I get the idea. Okay, let's say. Burgundy can go with green. This is the idea I get. And then I try to look on myself. Okay, does it look good on me or does it not? And be fair with yourself in answering that. Yeah. So if it's a, a Chanel jacket, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful jacket. But does it look beautiful on you? Does it, it doesn't That's mean it's for everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I do uh, the same thing. I go on like, you know, Pinterest or whatever, or even like Vogue magazines. I look through it and I'm like, okay. I'll take your inspiration, but at the end of the day, it has to be authentic to me, who yes. I am, you know? Yes. That makes sense, yeah. Next question that I want to ask you actually about, like, is something people admire a lot about you, is that you're never afraid to voice your opinion in the fashion industry. And, you know, clearly, you know, from, like, this, you know, this voice memo as well, like, I really can see that, and I really admire this about you. So, I just want to see what, you know, some of your advice are on this. So, no. that's amazing, though. You shouldn't speak to my boss on this, but... Uh, <laughs> um, I uh, then this is I have learned mm -hmm. through working, and I have a lot of experience. Is is not necessarily what you're saying; it's how you're saying. Oh. If one of my bosses, very good bosses, have mm -hmm. I asked him when I was leaving his his uh, uh, as in his management, I was leaving yeah. for a different brand. I said to him, "If you have to ask me one, give me one advice. What would it be?" And his advice was, don't go only with problems, go with solutions. Huh. So, when you change a little bit in that term, <laughs> what is said, if it is an issue, and you are balancing it with options of solution, yeah. you'll, be, you'll be taken as somebody who actually gave it, given it the thought. Or you, will work much more for you in benefit wise okay it's not what is to be said so i can disagree with something that you might yeah might say but if i say to you no i don't like it mm -hmm. you're going to say but well, why not versus i can say i see your point mm -hmm. my point of view is perhaps you can have a look at mine this is something which i'm saying okay let's discuss rather than no yeah See, no, I, I kind of yeah. see where you at this, even like you know, the, the voice recording and everything. Yeah, okay. Well, moving on, actually. So, you mentioned a little bit about personal touch, personalization, you know, like how you can find you know your style, even though inspiration from your past experience. How exactly, you know, without giving too much as well about Chanel, but like how do you still add a subtle personal touch to fashion products, except um, your projects similar to how Coco Chanel has done that throughout history? By, I guess, learning from her and learning from experience. Okay, so for question six, to continue on, what's your opinion about today's modern fashion? 
specifically the integration of fashion with technology and social media. We'd love your input on that. Um, first things first, do we actually understand what is fashion? What is fashion? It's an influencer or fashion tells you what to wear or fashion teaches you what to wear or fashion inspire you what to wear. They're all very different. Huh? Yeah. Uh, so how you take it is it's, it's, it's the best thing. We were talking earlier, so I was saying, okay, it's very important for a brand to be at the top of luxury retail, well, like what we are. And I'm quite very proud to be in, in, in Chanel because where we are is because we have kept the DNA and added modernity to it. Yeah. So that's why I think calling it just fashion, I won't. I would call it a lifestyle. Because we are, we are moving on with times, yet keeping the traditions together. Also making it more accessible to all the market. So we talk about practicality mm-hmm. and how younger generations are. Mm-hmm. Very small example. I see more trainers now. Mm-hmm. So we have trainers. Uh, you would also see Chanel has heels, which are very workable. So they're okay. not five-inch heels, which you will sit in the car, go to the ball, come back in the car, and Take leave. Take shoe and often, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so most of our shoes are wearable. Uh, okay. I give you an example of uh, our high jewelry. So, our masterpiece in number five collection last time could be worn five different ways, as you saw, if you remember. Yeah, uh, I do remember. That's, that's unheard of before, but we have been doing it always. Um, and this is what I, I would say, fashion should inspire one to modernize and style themselves. With their individuality. I do. I see where you're coming from with yeah. that. Yeah. And that's when you do it. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it, it, okay. You, I, I will say something here. You will have, we all have a friend who's top to bottom in a, inverted commas, designer wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's wearing a Louis Vuitton jacket and, and whatever. That friend, yes. Yes. And... <laughs> People or the first term that comes to your mind is he is very fashionable, right? Mm. Or he is always branded or she is always branded. Versus if you have that someone who's impeccably dressed, not necessarily branded. So what is impeccably dressed is a bespoke suit. If it's not a bespoke suit, it's just an example. Yeah. It can be anything. If it's not a bespoke suit, suit which is tailored for that person. Uh, given an idea of, once again, James Bond. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, the, those suits that that person is wearing are perfectly that. Hence, it looks good on him. Mm-hmm. So, if I have a 
I talk about Swiss because that's the only thing I can <laughs> It's into. okay. It's so, totally fine. Yeah. Same thing you can talk about in terms of everything, but it doesn't have to be necessarily being dictated to you by Instagram or a catwalk or yeah. it should be something that suits you to compliment rather than take over you. Give it an example. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the color. If I was wearing a fuchsia suit right now instead mm -hmm. of gray, you would be distracted. Fair, that's fair, yeah. Right. So what am I trying to get out of? What is what is my objective? Do I want to be the center of attention? If so, how? With individuality or a brand speaking for me? Hmm. That's like no, I kind of see where you're coming. It depends. I would say for me, like it depends on the situation. Absolutely. Let's say a fashion show can be very different from a networking event to a gala, for example. It, talking about fashion, it's 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 funny you should say that because uh, I have been to f a few fashion shows, thankfully, and yeah. I see. Wow, as in I cannot even imagine if there are four hundred people. Literally, everybody is completely different from another person you don't see a single outfit which goes together and and yes actually you, you're right that is a place to see individual personalities mm -hmm. adhering the current trend rather than current trends dictating them yeah no i have talked to actually um you know Vivian actually about this and i asked her i was like you know back when i was like for starting so curious of fashion, I was like, how do you differentiate yourself from, you know, something that has a trend and your personality? You know, if someone's like, she's such a, you know, constant buyer, how do you like not let that override you and take you over? And it's a matter of fact of like knowing who you are yeah. and also knowing the brand itself. Cause a lot of people don't talk about this. I'm really glad you brought this point up. A lot of people, you know, they either let trends take them over either through Instagram, through, you know, Pinterest or even like TikTok, for example, right? And there's nothing wrong with it, but it's also, like how you're kind of forgetting the roots of fashion and the history that comes with it yeah. so how do you maintain that exactly i, I agree yeah. completely agree maintain that and adapt it to your way of life yeah and not following the footsteps of other people but your you know knowing who you are as a density and i feel like a lot of fashion designers or stylists they know themselves so well they're so confident with themselves that even if there's merging trends going around they don't exactly. let that influence them or impact them. yeah yeah, that well, that is an influencer, isn't it? That yeah. creates their own personality mm -hmm. and influences. Um, to be very honest with you, for me, who will be an influencer is... Mm, I, I, inspiration, yes. Influence, no. Maybe not the word. Yeah, yeah I, the... I, I will get inspired by a few things. You leave a legacy, I think yeah, that's... Yeah, versus... Influenced by great experience, I can be influenced by, um, in fact, just great experience. So if somebody teaches me something regarding their experience, my boss does this a lot. <laughs> so when we discuss, uh, because we are we are in high jewelry, mm. for us, customer care is the most important thing mm. in the world. So yeah. how we exceed every time is what we discuss mm -hmm. and and thankfully we managed to do that every time yeah. um, and yeah so inspiration yes influenced 
No, I do enjoy going on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, looking at some stuff. But once again, I will always say some of the Instagram posts are so different from reality. Reality. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I will give you an example and you understand. Okay. Alexander McQueen shows mm-hmm. when he was alive. Mm-hmm. None of the none of the dresses on the catwalk was what uh, once again in inverted commas wearable collection mm-hmm. because it was so out there. Where would you wear it? Okay, even if you wear it, yeah. how would you walk? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, the New York versus, streets. <laughs> yeah. Versus uh, if you see his main line was very wearable, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So. That was to put on a show to say, hey, I'm here. And then look at my collection. So I got the attention and then I would look at the collection. But he had a purpose with this. Now, if I'm sitting there not knowing the other part, I will look at the piece and say, my God, I can't wear that. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But I don't know the full story that this is his drama this is his um uh, it, it's his tableau what we yeah. used to call and it it's, it's, it's a style, musical theater yeah, exactly, exactly and then yeah. on the back of that he says okay this is my inspiration mm-hmm. for this collection which is much more normal yeah. right this is if we differentiate i think at least i do mm-hmm. to see what what's what's in what's out yeah. and secondly one has to look at their their budgets and their oh yeah this is the practical so something part something about okay. yeah, something else you know I it doesn't have to be branded to look good I will it it if you try a little hard to style mm-hmm. a normal Zara jacket would look very nice and elegant mm-hmm. yeah yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. You no know. um, Just to move on to the last question, and it's a fun question to actually wrap up today's episode. So I know you love, you know, different like watch brands and everything like that. What exactly would you say is your favorite collection or even brand if you don't have a collection? So very good question because it summarizes everything which we talked about. I don't particularly go for a brand. I look for in in whole life. Um, you can talk about cars. You can talk about yeah. so far. It, it, it's I look for what suits me. Yeah. Um, so not a brand, but a piece from a brand. Uh, so my favorite, and that was always this will always be my favorite watch, is the IWC Portuguese Seven Day Red Gold with sundial gray it's a beautiful watch must mean a lot to you especially when you also worked you know the company as yes well it's it's a beautiful watch yeah you know what once again it's okay this is perhaps me a bit old-fashioned but no worries share for sure one uh, for me always i always have a suit or a shirt or a pen that when i keep with me i feel a bit little bit more confident okay. and that watch will make me that little bit more confident. I think that's fair. No, that's right. Um, Okay. To put it in perspective, when I used to go to interviews, Mm. I have a specific suit that I thought 
made me look good. Yeah. So I used to wear that every interview. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's exactly the same thing. So when, when, when I used to wear that watch, um, made me confident. It's just a piece yeah. of metal, but it made me confident. And it suited me. How I know this is because everybody who saw the 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 watch on me, they said, "Wow, this is made for you." And and you know, not I'm looking for compliments, yeah, but one can see that it's a perfect match. Yeah, it aligns to who you are as well. Yeah. When you talk, when you're in an interview, who your personality. Exactly. Is, yeah. Second one is of course Monsieur Chanel, <laughs> yeah. um, because the blue on the dial is very unique. You won't find it in, in any other brands. Secondly, yeah. it's a complicated watch. It's a complication, mm -hmm. which, which if you see in a different, um, inverted commas, fine watchmaker, you're looking at very expensive watches versus mm -hmm. we are not so expensive yet. Yeah. We have made that watch. It's a beautiful watch. I can go all day with this, but mm -hmm. um, third is Lange one. It's a okay. Lange and so on. Just love it. Amazing. Just love it. I have no. And you're so happy as always talk about it. It's amazing, you know. Like I see a lot of like you know sentimental connection with it. Like you don't get that a lot in today's world, and I think we're losing so much of it. So I'm glad you brought this up. You know, um, the reason why is it become easy. Mm -hmm. When I say it's become easy, uh, you look at something on on social media. Yeah. So you've seen it already mm -hmm. versus go back when there was no social media. You had to go to the shop yeah. to touch the piece, to okay. see the piece, to be able to put it on. To be able to put it on is kind of disappearing. You exactly. doesn't matter what technology you will put. Mm -hmm. The weight, the feel, the touch, the coldness of the metal. You can't have the that. sensations. It's yes, just exactly. The tangibility. You cannot. You just can't have that. Um, and that pieces that you pick. So I was in IWC. So imagine how many watches I must have tried. Right? Oh, imagine yeah. yeah, and see so every day. Out too. of all those watches, I am decisively picking one only. Mm. Not the most expensive, not the most entry price, mm -hmm. but one in the entire company because it it spoke to me. Yeah. Right. Same like the others. And now. Um, I have a one from JLC also, also then a oh, Panera. Okay. But if you if you put these watches together, mm -hmm. you will understand exactly what I'm saying. And if you were a seller, you know exactly what to sell after, because they have a specific style. All those watches. Now remember, they're not a single brand. They're all they're completely different brands, yeah. completely different brand values from different parts of uh, Switzerland. Yeah. Yet. They have a specific. They have a specific. I, I just can't explain. They have a, specific a aesthetic. Vibe that, yeah, aesthetic vibe aesthetic, that goes well with yeah, you. Yeah, that. Are. That if you it put and to I, you. yeah, yeah, and I, and I really do ask you, to not look at these specific watches, yeah. but forget the brand. But in fact, no, look at these watches mm -hmm. because this is for me, right? And when you put them side by side, you would say, now I get it, right? Mm -hmm. Simplicity, complication, um, elegance. And yeah. all of these watches are very, yeah.
Like well put together in a sense. Yes. And it resonates, I don't know, like talking to you as well resonates to who you are as a person. Yep. So maybe like, you know, there's a bit of a psychological factor that's why you like, you are know, drawn towards it in a sense. Yeah, uh, yes. So look, have, I have adopted this in, in every part of my life now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would want to go for something which suits Mm-hmm. Or nothing. It's okay. Yeah. Right. Rather than wearing something for the sake of it and being one of so many who are. So, yeah. Okay. As simple as that. Well, thank you so much for answering all these questions. Like, we've definitely learned a lot. And, yeah, I can't wait for more to come as well. Sure. So, thank you. And thank you. Once again, definitely check out our other episodes on Rest Public Podcast. And here is Kathy talking. Thank you.